Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about decision paralysis. In fact, it's what we've been focused on the last two weeks. So check out those episodes so you can understand what decision paralysis is and what you can do about it to get you moving forward in your decision making. This week, we are going to talk about why expectations hold you back in your life and in your relationships. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So... How are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today and really to dive into this information because yet again, this is going to be an episode on expectations. And I don't think this is going to be the last time you hear me talk about expectations because expectations can be so rooted into the way we are showing up and navigating our life and relationships that it takes time and effort to really work on what expectations are and to try to eliminate them from our life. So don't be surprised if there's going to be another episode on expectations because we need the work on it. Trust me, because they still, with all that I've learned and grown and gained over the years, they still show up in my life and alter my emotional state. You've all heard me say, expectations are resentments waiting to happen. And that is a truth. It is a resentment that may happen in the future, but it is a resentment nonetheless. So when we have a relationship foundation that is covered in resentments, this is why we hold back in our relationships. And what do I mean by holding back in our relationships? Well, it's not showing up to give. It's not being willing to do whatever it is that's being asked. It is getting stuck in those tactics of measuring and tracking and eventually punishing for when things aren't being done the way we need them to be done or said the way we need them to be said. So I'm going to drop a truth bomb. So hopefully you're sitting because I don't want to knock you off your feet, but expecting something to happen will not make it happen. I'm going to say it again. Expecting something to happen will not make it happen. And let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. Have you ever asked your child or children to pick up their toys from the playroom or their room before they go to bed? And then you wake up the next morning and to your surprise, the toys are in the same place they were when you left the room on the floor? 
Yeah, that happens in the Porter home. Have you ever driven somewhere, going on a road trip or going to a different destination and planning your trip so it's going to take you five hours to get where you need to go and you run into some unplanned construction on your journey and what was supposed to take you five hours ended up taking seven? Yep, there it is. There's that expectation rearing its ugly head. Now, here's one of my favorites because this happens to me a lot. Have you ever, you know, exercised a ton and been watching what you're eating and what you're putting in your mouth, making sure it's the right healthy foods and, you know, have been doing this for a period of time that when you get on the scale, what you're expecting is that number to go down and lo and behold, it didn't budge or even worse, it went up a pound or two. Yep. If you could see me, my hand is being raised right now. That has happened and does happen to me. So I want to share with you, like in my home, in the Porter home, I have this expectation that dishes, dirty dishes go in the dishwasher. Like that's where dishes go. They don't stay on the countertops or on the table. They don't go in the sink waiting for someone to put them in a dishwasher. That's not where dishes belong. Dirty dishes that have been used belong in the dishwasher. And, you know, even to the point where um, I hear sometimes in my home that, well, the dishes were in the sink because the dishwasher needed to be unloaded. And I'm like scratching my head thinking, and you didn't think you could unload it? Really? Maybe I need to do some more training on how to unload the dishwasher. Oh, no, 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 no. I know how to unload. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right? Because it is our duty. It is our responsibility. It is our ownership to teach and train our children so they are prepared to go out in the world and to navigate life without mom and dad. That is our job. That is what we take on when we wear the hat of mom and dad when we become parents. So that is the expectation that I have about dishes. Well, let me just share with you guys, and I don't think this is going to be surprising to anyone, but dishes don't magically appear in the dishwasher. They just don't magically get into the dishwasher. They are placed in the dishwasher by me, by my husband, or by my children. I I'm not crazy enough to think because I have this expectation that dishes go in the dishwasher that they will somehow magically appear there. It takes effort and action to actually get them there. Here's another thing that goes on in our existence. Our human nature has a tendency to pin our hopes of happiness on fulfilled expectations. Yeah, think about that. Let that sink in. Human nature has this natural tendency to pin hopes of happiness on fulfilled expectations. Poof, right? Does this resonate with you? Does this speak to you? Is this a thought or a belief system, a belief that you have hardwired in your brain? Yeah, I know I did for a very, very long time. And what is wrong with this expectation? Well, the truth of the matter is most expectations are external to you, meaning they're for others, other people external to you that you are holding expectations on. And 
because they are external expectations, I'm going to just let you know, you can be certain of disappointment and frustration and the results of resenting the person you have those expectations of. Again, that was part of my experience. I've experienced this. I know this to be true. And I prolonged my own suffering because of the expectations that I had. So let's go back to the dishes example. There are many times I leave my office and I go out and there are dishes on the counter or in the sink. And this, you know, Lindsay pre-doing this work would get upset and angered. And this is where the yelling mom, the nagging mom would come out and would bring whichever children or all the children in and my husband to make things the way that they needed to be, because that was the expectation. And let me share, it was exhausting to feel like I had to police my expectations because I thought that the dishes in the dishwasher would make me happy. And the reality of the matter is, dishes in the dishwasher don't make me happy. I like a house of order. I function better that way. But me hinging my happiness on dishes being in the dishwasher was causing me pain. And so I had to do work around my expectations. And now because of the work that I've done, each of our kids kind of have a spot that they sit around our countertops when they're eating. And I know whose dishes belong to which child based on what dish is left. And so now because of the work that I've done and because I want to be a responsible parent and teach my children how to navigate life and do dishes, right? This is part of life. Dishes have to be done. I bring them into the kitchen with me and I'm like, hey, buddy, hey, sis, do you want to take care of those dishes there? Because it looks like they're still there and you're not sitting there eating anymore. And I get, oh yeah, mom, I'm so sorry. You know, I I got distracted by whatever this is, which more often than not relates to doing something that is more fun. And that's okay. It's human nature to want fun. Remember, we want pleasure. We want to experience pleasure in life. Putting dishes away isn't pleasure that they're receiving from doing it. And so I ask, I invite them to put their dishes away. The problem with expectations is if your belief is expectations alone will bring you what you want, that is genuinely magical thinking. It just doesn't happen. And you're setting yourself up for disappointment. You've heard me talk about invisible expectations um, and expectations, you know, known or invisible, communicated or not. Um, and if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd encourage you to do so. But invisible expectations are unspoken. The people that you're expecting to do something or behave differently need to have an awareness of what it is and not just an awareness. A lot of time when we're communicating, providing the why, what does it give you when the dishes are in the dishwasher? For me, it's having a home of order. It brings me greater peace in my life. It does. And so they want a peaceful mom. Oh, that resonates a little bit more. So they're more apt to take that action. 
The thing about spoken expectations is just because we've shared it, it does not mean that someone will behave any differently than they already are because you've asked, because you've told, because you've shared. In fact, the person that you've shared with may have no interest whatsoever in changing that behavior. And so they might, to appease you, because they don't want the wrath of Lindsay, say, yes, I can do that because that's the way I've been showing up in my life. They don't want Brenda to show up. So they appease me by saying, yes, we'll do this, but it's not really something they're wanting to do. And this happens often with our children. So be aware, parents. What are you expecting of your children that they're saying one thing and doing something entirely different because they're just learning how to navigate you? That is important. Okay. So here's another truth bomb I'm going to share with you. Your spouse and your children haven't been placed on planet earth to make you happy. That is not their job. And I am very clear with my children especially because I can see patterns of wanting to please, that my happiness is something that mommy owns. You can't make me happy. It is a choice that mommy makes. It is not something you don't need to be any different than you are for me to be happy because it's what I choose. And when I'm not choosing happy, it is not a reflection of you. It's because mommy has work to do. Like this is the conversation because our kids put so much pressure on themselves to help us be happy. And we have to be aware of that in our life. So they're not here to make us happy. We choose happy. We, each and every one of us, our children included, are on their own path of learning and growing and becoming. And We need to allow that process to take place in everyone's life and own our happiness along the way. The people in your life are truly your blessings. They help indicate where you have work to do. So when you are being triggered by something, ask yourself, why am I triggered by this? Really identify the root cause of that trigger. Because unless you have the root cause, there's no way to eliminate it from your existence. You must know the root cause. And if you need help identifying root causes of your triggers, reach out to me, go to my website, sign up for a discovery call with me. Let's see what I can do to help you extract your triggers. And when you do, by doing this work, you know, by asking, why am I triggered by this? There is a brain hack. Once you've identified the why, what the thought is associated to the emotions you're feeling, you can ask yourself, well, if this isn't true, what else could it mean? And you're stepping your emotional state up one emotion at a time. And your brain will be okay with that because you're not making a huge leap from anger to love. So ask yourself this questions. Why am I being triggered by this? Identify the root cause and then use this brain hack. If this isn't true, what else could it mean? Until you have identified that better feeling thought. 
So the call to action this week is identify what expectations are holding you back in your relationship and then leverage the work, the brain hack question to really identify if this isn't true, what else could it mean until you land on that better feeling thought? Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.